0: Alexander, we're here. We are back. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you?
1: I'm a little under the weather, but I'm excited because it is hockey season, Alex. I mean, it's been why since you're October. But That's why you're I'm, excited? Not um, really. I, I think just, there's I'm, something else. I think there's something I'm just, else. What, what would that be?
0: I don't know. It's episode 300 or something.
1: Oh, God, it is. Yeah. Episode 300. It's technically not, but it is because no, we honestly, numbered it because it other stuff. But Alex, I wanted to bring something up to start the show okay as you may see behind me i didn't know where these were but my mom was making her bed and normally she has this little like bull shark thing i got a whale shark plushie that i got for her birthday okay and uh she was just making her bed and she's like hey can you just hold on to this and she dropped these off in my room i'm pretty sure because i didn't see them these are little pieces of paper from when i went to the draft with my mom and good old daniel yeah um and obviously, because it was themed around like the cards and that, and you have all the rookies and in the back, okay. you could fill out the order as it goes. And I see at number four, I see Shane with a sad face that I clearly wrote because I was not over the fact oh, that Habs didn't take him. Oh, man. Oh, man. How did you get a good laugh out of that to start the show?
0: <sighs> yeah, it was funny.
1: I'm no, sure it was for be. you.
0: Yeah. 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 That's Been okay. Day.
1: It was, it was a still a fun. You know what? I still look back and I'm like, that's one of the more eventful drafts of the past couple of years.
0: Probably. Yeah. So, I can't I can't think of another one off the top of my head. Um I wish I was there. I wish I I I wish I was there, but the, the circumstances didn't allow yeah, me at yeah, the yeah. time.
1: It's just it was extra thingy being a half fan, getting to go, them having the first pick, and then making those two big trades. You know, bringing Kirby Doc is like a chain reaction of all of that. Yeah. You know, I remember at the time saying like that was sort of the mark of like, here's the Canadians core going forwards. And just look at how cur- good Kirby Doc's been, yeah. um, you know, but uh, conversations for for another day. Leighton Hudson. God, oh, he's good.
0: Where's the draft this year?
1: Isn't it Nashville? I that think sounds so.
0: That's right. That's it. It right.
1: sounds. It's exciting if you're a Preds fan. They got a lot of picks.
0: Yeah. What it going is, on there, it yeah, seems. it is in Nashville. You are correct.
1: Yep, there we go. Okay. I'm sure you know teams are gonna be happy to be there. Executives are gonna be happy. I wonder if the coyotes are gonna show up in full uniform again, like all matching. Brad Marchand will be happy to be there,
0: even though he probably won't, but it was just who you know, sorry? With the, go with the joke, Brad Marchand.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's hell. Oh, yeah. We just didn't talk go, about that, did we? Nah, it's because what about Sean you know, McKenzie? And, Will he go? Oh wow, wow, wow! Okay, all right, all right, all right. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, a lot's happened since we last recorded, eh? We pushed this back a few days, and it has been a complete chain reaction. I love how we can
0: we should we point out that Daniel's not here. (laughs) He is not here. Yeah, some some stuff
1: did come up last minute, but of our three hundred plus, but three hundred episodes. Uh, he has been a big part of it. He is still on the show, obviously, but it, we're all kind of busy. That's why it's a juggling of who's on, who's not. Yeah, he, he, he'll, he'll be back. Obviously, he'll be back maybe next episode. And then, you know, Alex may not be here. I may not be here. No, I should be. I should be. I should. Yeah, be. but I, you know what I mean? You never know. I know magic. You never know. So one thing we didn't talk about last episode, um, because I, I didn't want to mention it because we didn't know 100% at the time. If the person in the video was Danny Breyer's son. And I think later the day we recorded, it was confirmed or the day after when Danny Breyer put out a statement with his son, Carson. uh, Obviously, the video of uh, two students pushing an unoccupied wheelchair down the stairs at a bar. Um, Now, apparently they've been charged. That came out today with two separate, which I was even shocked to hear. They've been charged with two different uh um charges here. Let me see if I can find them. I should have written this down. I think I screenshotted it. Um, but excuse me. Um yeah, disorderly conduct oh, and criminal mischief. Oh, okay. Um, in the statement, obviously Danny Briere, I think this initially came out the day after he was named interim GM of the Flyers, uh, put out a statement basically saying, I'm so disappointed by my son's actions. And um then Carson did the same thing. Um I forgot to mention this is he's currently on his second NCAA team after breaking team rules for his first squad. That is past behavior was at AS- <laughs> Sorry, Alex, my throat is very dry. I'm sorry. I'm about to have a coughing spurt. Can you just
0: All good, I'll I'll say what I was gonna say before. Um man, it was just um I don't know, disappointing. I think is the word to say about all this,
1: Alex. I just, I, I don't know how much of a dirtbag you have to be to push a wheelchair downstairs. Like, I, 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 just don't know what in someone's mind thinks I'm gonna do that. Like, listen, I, I think he's like 23, right? So he's my, my age. Alex, you know, what I've never once in my life thought of doing pushing a wheelchair down the stairs, and then people say, "Oh, no one was in it." Dude, like that's like shopping off someone's legs and throwing them down the stairs and saying, well, there you go, bud. That's how that person lives. I
0: don't get what, yeah, I don't get what that means. The, uh, no one was in it. That's an interesting, um, interesting way of putting it, I guess. I don't know. I, yeah, I I think you put it pretty well. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I I've never, I don't think anyone, okay, let's, let me put it like this. Um, I know some people are definitely going to use the argument about how they were intoxicated. Right. I've I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen the, I've seen the excuse come out. I'll put it like this. Um, Am I not that I'm a, I'm a heavy drinker, but on my nights out, I've never seen or thought or even discussed in a group of friends that suggestion it's just disappointing like it's just Mm i don't know heartbreaking like from you are thinking about it from um the the girl's perspective whose wheelchair it was it was just yeah it it, is disappointing to see um on on all on all ends and um i don't really know what else to add like i personally i don't know what the whole point of getting the Philadelphia Flyers involved in all this is like, maybe I'm missing and maybe I'm missing a big part of all this.
1: I just, so, I, I don't. Uh, I saw a picture that he, I I obviously he's not, te- I don't think he's technically property of the team, but he, he once did participate in the developmental camp.
0: Carson Breer.
1: Yeah. And I think it's a thing I, of, uh... I think you can kind of look at it as like, people have made the point of like, that's a thing of how you're raised. Um Like, here's the thing. I think you kind of had to, if you're the flyer. I don't know if Danny Bear wanted to address it, but the flyers, I would imagine have had, you know, they've had a very long year of problems on and off the ice. And I wondered if it was just a thing of, now obviously they did not acknowledge it, but would you be surprised if there was some sort of thing of, hey buddy, you need to,
0: like, oh, his name I'm was sure. relevant
1: in the news, Danny. So the moment this comes out, and not to mention just how much like hockey culture has been criticized, um, yeah. I, I just like like if you're Danny Briere, and obviously he is the person like who really what happens to him and how he feels about this really doesn't matter. Because he was not the victim here, but can you just imagine if you're him, the day after the job that right now is yours to lose, a video of your goddamn kid doing something that. Like stupid, insensitive, cruel. It, like, you're I mean? Yeah, is there a
0: of the 32 positions? Is there really a tougher one at the moment to be in?
1: Um, probably Vancouver or Philly, one of them right now.
0: No, I, I just, yeah, that I, I don't. First off, I'm not. I I have no idea about Danny Breers and his and his significant other's parenting style. So like, I'm also 22. I can't really comment um, on, on that, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, that's a. What do you think the PR person in Philadelphia was thinking? I, I'm. I just went to that as like someone in communications, like like really like today like this this is what we're doing like no I, I don't mean that in a disrespectful manner. I'm like are you kidding me like we are two days removed from firing our general manager. We're two weeks removed from from the trade deadline and this Danny this
1: I I could imagine that um they're probably gonna be asking for a pay rocks um, yeah. with everything going on this year. Um, I'm trying before we move on to find the name of uh, of the girl who's it's
0: it's Sydney I, Sydney no, no. Sydney
1: oh sorry Julie is the one who posted it, wasn't it um, oh. I remember her her Twitter is like something like legless underscore something it's it's a it's a, it, it, and she was really really good about it now the thing about the intoxication so do you know the tw- the YouTube account ECK Act? or how you I, say I've it I've
0: seen it around yeah.
1: So he actually did a video about this. And in that video, he actually claims to have spoken to Sydney. And at least yeah. in that video, the claim about them being intoxicated was actually contested, okay. which would make this a hundred times worse. So again, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure that this is very much going to be followed. Um, apparently, Sydney also, by the way, there was a GoFundMe put up. And yeah. I believe very, very quickly it already hit its... Goal. I just had it up. Let me see if I can find it again. Fundraiser. Hold the on. last time
0: I saw it was uh, that like at like nine thousand or something.
1: It's just at eight thousand eight hundred. Oh, okay. I think the initial goal was around three k. Okay. So, and apparently she said that the rest of it will probably be going towards some sort of the cause. Um, wheelchairs aren't cheap, man. They aren't cheap.
0: No. Yeah, I just I don't. It, it's it's a disappointing. Um, disappointing overall man that's that's how i i look at it i don't know i don't really know where this story goes from
1: here um to be honest i I wonder if if so he him and the other guy both play i think it's pronounced mercyhurst
0: yeah i wonder what
1: because if a student gets charged with you know, with with, with criminal mischief and, and the other cause here. I wonder what happens to there. I would imagine he's no, they, they're going to wash their hands of him, maybe. I don't know how skilled a player he is. And, I mean, we all know that means something, unfortunately, in hockey. Um, I, I don't know. Do we all wait for the Bruins to sign him? Um, maybe. But, you know, I just, yeah. Um, story to keep an eye on. But um, yeah, we we were going to talk. It was just at the time. I didn't want to come on here and be like, hey, so Carson, we didn't know.
0: I didn't even know that happened. So we recorded last on Wednesday.
1: I think so.
0: I didn't even know that was to happen. I thought that happened after we recorded. Okay. Good to know. Not that that matters, but it was
1: quiet. It wasn't as much noise as you thought it'd be. Um, But anyway, keep going here. It doesn't. Oh man, there's a there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. We still have to talk about Jordan Bennington, James Reimer, Devin Levi. The Q is banning fighting. Yeah. Uh, the wild card roundup, where no one in the West wants to make the playoffs. The Leafs and the Jeez. Abs, and then the Habs have um, two very uh, very interesting games. Where do you want to go from here?
0: How about we talk about uh, Reimer, since we're okay. on the serious discussions.
1: Okay. So the sharks had their pride night the other day and early in the day. um, I want to say probably around afternoon, all our time, because obviously they they play in the West. So it's a whole bag of worms. Uh, By the way, how nice is it that we're recording at 630 and And it's light outside. I I love it. That's the Uh, only
0: good. That's the only good thing about the time change.
1: It is. It is. So um, pride night. Early in that day it was basically announced where James Reimer put out a statement, the Sharks put out a statement. So no, the Sharks put out a statement, then James Reimer had a media availability and it, it also had his little statement. Um, that he was not going to be participating uh in warm-up. He was not going to wear the pride jersey. Um and he basically, and I'm paraphrasing here, referenced him and his religion. Um also had in the end of the statement basically saying, you know, I support LGBTQ and all they should be part of part of the, uh, the, they're welcome in our sport and all this. Um, I don't want to call it empty calories, but no, here's, no. Well, here, here's Let's what will here's what it I'll, I'll say. Okay. Empty. <laughs> the sharks themselves did a very good job with all of this because during the game, I know they got crap for it, but they put out a lot of tweets that were very sort of informative about that kind of stuff. Um, From an organizational point of view, I I thought the Sharks handled this very well. Um, But we talked about the Ivan Provorov. Um, Again, I am not a religious person, but I would like to believe that, you know, the thing of religion is to be accepting of all togetherness. This is stuff I've said before. Um, I want to believe James Reimer because the guy has a great reputation, but then it's just sort of like, dude, I, I again I want to be careful about this because again it, it religion is such a messy subject but dude are it, it, is Jesus gonna be that mad that you wore a rainbow jersey man just to be like hey people who are belong to this community you're welcome here is that such a problem to say hey we're cool with you I, I, I just don't get it Alex.
0: no i let, let, let's start with this let me let's put this out there right now at the start. So we don't have to address it afterwards. We are, I, I think we're, I can't believe I have to say this, but whatever. I think we're extremely entitled to be able to criticize him for his decision. Okay. Like the right, like I know you agree with this. I've seen some, we, I'm sure you've seen it as well. The, can he just make his own decision? He can't, he did. He did. Did he, Adam? Did he do it? Did he make his decision?
1: Yeah, he did. Okay, not wear the jersey. He out, made yeah. his
0: decision, right? Mm-hmm. We are now allowed to criticize. That's the other side of the First Amendment, right? Exactly. Ah, yes. okay. I just, I just want to be clear. I very much disagree with him. Okay, I let's put that out there. I am going to criticize him. Okay, and and plenty of people have. Oh yeah, let's go back to Ivan Provo. I think one of the biggest things that I had the question of is, I just find it, like you said, it's I I just I I don't buy the explanation because there are plenty of religious people who are very accepting of this community of the LGBTQ plus community. Hmm? So what am I missing? That's my question number one. What am I missing? Question number two is what in his statement he says he so what did he say in his statement again? Do you mind repeating the
1: sentence uh, about where I said empty calories, where he said uh I respect he, them, but he was still saying you know that community is welcome in the game and all that, but basically went okay. back to my beliefs are religion
0: are, i can't wear uh, this okay yeah. so now my second question is what does that mean cuz that 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 seems quite contradictory in a way like what what the, i i'm curious to know especially in in this case where it's i'd argue very different then if you look at uh, what well, we can talk about Provorov as, as a big example, like I know uh, we can talk about the Russian Orthodox, but if you go look at what's going, look at not just the Russian Orthodox, look at just the Russian government. Uh, I don't want to pin it on people of uh, not being accepting of that community. There's something a little bit bigger going on than religion there. Um
1: and there was an athletic article that was making that argument like a week ago.
0: Yeah, I saw yeah. It a couple of weeks ago. I didn't. I didn't have a chance to read it, but I, I, I got mm-hmm. the idea. Um, what was my point? I did well, this to myself.
1: Well, let me. Oh, sorry. What, what, draw Okay, yeah, go ahead. You no,
0: I, I think my point is like you want you respect them. You want them to be part of the game. So what does the Jersey mean? Like, what do you uh, think the Jersey means? That's what I'm curious about.
1: Well, think about <laughs> it like this is, is I would assume in there, and I'm not a, a, a student of religion again, I would assume the whole argument here is supporting sin. And I would but you just told me you respect them. I don't mean to cut you off. I don't mean to cut you off,
0: but fine. don't you see no, how that's
1: don't you well, see yes, how exactly. that's contradictory? It, it, or no? It's exactly what I was going to say. Is yeah. it, it contradicts because if if you're going, if your whole thing is I don't want to wear a jersey that supports sin, then all of a sudden, first off, that's just such an insult to the people that community anyway, and then yeah, it just. It, it one plus one doesn't equal two in this scenario. It should, but James, it's I don't know where you're getting this particular one from. It, it doesn't make sense. It's it's full of it. I do love, by the way, how all the stats. I think, like, what was it, evolving wild or or hockey referenced? Like, put out his like advanced numbers of um, like goalie stats, and they made his name the rainbow font.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, Don Lissians
1: did the same thing for his player cards. Oh, yeah, um, I
0: think they did that for Pro rock too. They
1: did. But it's yeah. just, yeah, James, like that that doesn't add up. And like, this is a dude like it, it, he is getting ripped apart for this. Rightfully so, I'd say, you know, and this is a guy who, again, has been seen as an angel. Yeah. What was it? Steve Dangle called in the main. It was it the was he the 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 the. Oh, God, crap. What was it? The angel robot from Winnipeg? Was that his nickname, I or know, was that, I don't remember. Or, or was he just Optimus Rhyme? Like he, he was like, a, like I think the moment man, everyone saw that, they thought of Steve Dangle, and he even he tweeted, like, I'm disappointed and sad."
0: He was the most beloved person in the city for, on that hockey team from when during the time he played.
1: Would uh, like, you like hands know down, what his former GM had to say. Oh, Brian Burke. Yes, I yes, saw. Sir, read
0: the, read, can I can I just say something? as you're pulling this up. Is yep. I love. I I don't want to compare situations because that's totally unfair, but I love how we're having this conversation about these jerseys. But nothing you're telling me there's nothing in the uh, fuck it whatever. Sorry, I don't mean to swear, but I'm gonna say it anyways. There's nothing in 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 religion that's anti-war, but the military appreciation night comes around yeah. and we're all listen, man. Uh, I have my thoughts about wars and certain wars and whatever. We don't need to get into that. That's uh, yep. we're not on the Joe Rogan podcast, so we don't need oh, to. Uh, we don't need to get into those things. We aren't
1: over, oversimplified. Pardon? We aren't oversimplified.
0: <laughs> yeah, we aren't oversimplified. Um, that's a good one. I'm, can he make a new video? I know, right? I know, right? Okay, sorry. I Back him. to. Um, I just love that we have the conversations this time around and especially uh, yeah that's all i'll say i'm not gonna get into it i just think it's ironic
1: i i continue to love brian burke because not only is a great is he a great personality but he, it's just it's just he has been probably the the biggest supporter of this group in his entire time um mm-hmm. like in the league obviously you know a lot to do with, will be his late son and all that but this is the quote he had that he said on the uh, the sports sorry not the sports net the NBC Sharks broadcast. I repeat that I'm extremely disappointed. I wish players would understand that the Pride sweaters are about inclusion and welcoming everybody. A player wearing pride colors or tape isn't isn't endorsing a set of values or enlisting in a cause. He is saying you are welcome here and you are in every single NHL building. I thought that was very well put.
0: Yeah. That sounds like Brian Burke.
1: I love him. I love that, man. Uh, we need more of them. Um, but and and one more thing, again, I wanted to, to point this out again. A good thing for the Sharks to sort of get ahead of this is on uh, 32 Thoughts Hockey Night, Elliot Freeman pointed out that having it announced early, they didn't want it to come out and be a surprise, kind of like Philly and Ivan Proborov. I also imagine they did not want to surprise the owner like Mr. Fletcher did.
0: Yeah, that was tough. It
1: was
0: very I, bad. It uh, was very bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I I don't know what else is, If I keep talking, I might get myself in trouble. So let's uh, unless you have something else to say.
1: <laughs> um. Listen, I don't know if it's just the way we were raised, but um, I will continue to say I I I always find it interesting when you look back on history and you think like again my first year at uni I took a history of the caribbean course that was a lot about like the thing that like the slave trade right and it's just it's so how do i put this it has always seemed so dumb to me that people are always treated differently you know whether it be color of the skin it's just dumb to me like why like i i find it okay so someone likes girls or like if oh it's like growing up i was like 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 you just think about it like this when we were kids the term gay was an insult. Like, I'm sure you were probably called it. I was called it. I'll tell you that. Like, I, and in a derogatory fashion, right? Like mm-hmm. that was a few That wasn't too long ago. But it's just, just like, I don't understand if you're a guy who likes a guy, why that's a bad thing. If you're a girl who likes a girl, if you don't identify as something, I just don't understand how people and what gets someone to a point where they have that much of a problem with it. Obviously, there's a part of it how you're raised and that, but it's just so stupid to me. We can't just look at people and think, hey, do you know what? Like, at the end of the day, we're all people here. I'm not trying to, like, blame social justice and wave the white flag. I'm not trying to do that. It's just like, this is generally how I think, Alex. I've always been like, I don't care your gender. I don't care how you look. For the love of God, we're all people here. I just, I don't get how we can't all be supportive of that i just it feels like the most basic human thing in the world and we can't get there
0: yeah that's pretty spot on man
1: uh, and that's you put it you
0: you said it a lot better than i would listen i'm glad let's
1: uh i'm just gonna set the next segment so i can mute my mic and cough okay um as my lungs are trying to burst out of my chest like a uh a what are they called not the z the other name for the 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 xenomorphs the face huggers I, i don't know Alien, Alien, Daisy, uh, not Daisy uh, Ridley, um, not the other one, um, not Daisy Ridley.
0: That's Star Daisy
1: Wars, Ridley Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Oh, Enough. What a God. move on,
0: move on, move will Never
1: get over it. Let's well, got, <laughs> no, okay. Let's
0: can, can let's... I just bring up the? Can I bring up the the TikTok I sent? Oh yeah, this go morning ahead. the the yeah. one about the Clone Wars and yeah, <laughs> sorry, like where it's the. Uh, where it's just some text it says um Anakin Anakin says I'm having a kid with Senator Amidala and Kenobi goes that goes against the Jedi code <laughs> and Anakin goes hey how is uh satine i can't remember her name.' it is satine satine's nephew that <laughs> kenobi goes listen here you little shit
1: it's um man, man. You ever remember that clip where they're like they're traveling on the ship with Satine and it's yeah. like go save your girlfriend? He's like Atticus. Ah no. oh, man, um it's funny. I asked it, Daniel. I'm like how's Clone Wars in the chat and he didn't get back to me. You know what's just funny? My uh, one of my eye doctors. Yeah. Um, her and her husband are a big like Star Wars fan. So I asked her I'm like have you seen Clone Wars? She's like no. And then I asked her like a couple weeks. I'm like have you watched it yet? She said no. I'm like oh, that's your fault. I do want to rewatch it. I won't lie. Same, that's a good ah, show. Same, yeah, man, it was tremendous. It was yeah. amazing. the at the, uh, at the end of, of the show,
0: yeah, at the end of the show, I want to just get your opinion on something Star Wars I saw earlier on TikTok that I didn't send. So, but let's get back to the hockey. I don't want to bog down the Star Wars.
1: You want to laugh at Jordan Bennington? <laughs>
0: okay, <laughs> go ahead and cough. Let me, uh, okay, thank <laughs> uh, you. Thank no you. problem. Let's... Okay, yeah. So if you haven't seen Jordan Bennington did his thing again. And by thing I mean through a temper tantrum with being a baby when, after <laughs> that,
1: allowing too many goals see, and being
0: pulled. Yeah, I just I, I and and then it got to a point where so I don't remember which goal it was, but he had let in I think his third straight goal, by the way. And then he started chirping at the Minnesota bench. After you got scored on, he was yeah. chirping at the bench. Then he let in another one or two more after that. And after the goal, uh, I don't remember which St. Louis Blues player it was that kind of went into him a little bit. And uh, and then he lost it. He went he in and- Minnesota. Pardon? Yes. I mean, Minnesota. Sorry. I, I don't I think remember. it was Hartman. Hartman. Okay. It was Ryan Hartman uh first line center Ryan Harman yeah. um <laughs> who he who'd run into Bennington and then Bennington lost it and ran into the uh ran into the celebration of scrum and which like is, started punching so people, dirty I hate which yeah which God. is a little bit of a, a scum scum thing to do won't lie um why I so let me ask you this I yes. saw the discussion on Twitter turn into something about personality for whatever godforsaken reason. Okay. it turned into per- about his personality. Don't get it mistaken. I don't have an issue with him acting like that. I have an issue with him acting like that every time he gets blown out. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Like, I- I'm. I'm trying to think. Who Who are some of the the best trash talkers in the NHL Martian Martian yeah. you know when he's most effective when his team is winning
1: not even just that. probably when, when they're in it when,
0: when they're, they're in it, it. okay fine when, yeah but they've been winning for like a decade now yeah, so that's so like, fair. It, fine so when they're in it even when they're losing and he throws a te- and he does his thing people are pissed yep. off yep the issue with Jordan Bennington is is he only does it when he loses. He doesn't do it when he's winning.
1: It, it, here's the, the thing. is We haven't even gotten to the goalie fight yet.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Or the, yeah. the non-existing goalie fight. So he ends up Hold getting a two-game two suspension for this. Now, he has never been suspended in the NHL before. I don't know if he has in the AHL, but that wouldn't matter anyway. So he's never been suspended in automatically. Nor fined.
0: Of- nor fined, I don't think.
1: That's outrageous. So first off, getting two games right away is is extraordinary. You know, it's kind of unheard of. Unless I'm sure there's been some guy we're out of the blue. But, you know, you, you just don't see that happen like that. I What would make me mad is I keep, if you're a member of the St. Louis Blues, you're having a bad year. You got called out by your coach after... All your best players got traded. Not all of them. You say you know what I mean. Like your con Smythe winner, your captain, one of your most effective scorers of like the past eight years in Tarasenko and then O'Reilly, I've mentioned. But you know, and then and then you gotta deal with almost on like a every fortnight you have to deal with with this dude dragging you into a fight. Like I don't get why. Like Somebody went over the timeline of Jordan Bennington's act, we should call it. I remember talking about the San Jose stuff on this show, where I drew a diagram of where the tunnel that the Blues had to go off was, and how Bennington changed his path to go fake punch Carlson, sharp the, uh, chirp the bench, then leave the tunnel after not wanting to fight Devin Dubnik. It's just, listen, I'm okay with him being a bit of a Bit of an unlikable dude. Sure, I like villains. However, villains need to get their comeuppance eventually, and being pulled just isn't enough. It hasn't but, stopped him. His coach calling him out didn't stop him. Yeah, and you well, you
0: you. I he's been called out twice. This team has he has been called out individually, and then uh Barube literally called out the team a, a month less than a month ago. Mm. I just. This has I have no issue with how he's acting. I just have an issue. It's every single time he gets blown out. That's not personality. That's acting like a baby, man. Come on, like I just I I don't understand. Like you are, I, and he's not even having a good season. Like he you bring up Marshan. You you brought up Marchand. You know why it's so fun? It's so well. A, Listen, as a hockey fan, I'm sure it's enjoyable. As a Leaf fan and I'm assure you as a Habs fan, you feel the yeah. same way. Yeah. Do not enjoy it. But you know what makes it better? You know why he's such a good player? He because he actually he's good. He's been good. He's been good for multiple years and he is an absolute SHIT disturber.
1: Yes. Yes. Like one of the I, best wingers uh, in the league. You could try and make an MVP case for him. But yeah, Marshan's incredible. And do you know what's satisfying about Marshan and points? Do you know what my favorite clean hit of all time is?
0: I do, but but uh tell me.
1: PK Suban on Brad Marshan. Everyone knows that hit. That was comeuppance, you know what I mean? There's a reason when he had that turnover in Game Seven against the Blues, and that picture at the end of the game of him crying went so viral. There's comeuppance there. There's a bit of, and funny enough, well, against Jordan Bennington losing that. Funny, funny that, isn't it?
0: Yeah.
1: Now here's the problem. The conversation right now should be that Bennington finally got his fight and he got a bit of justice. However, I did not look up the refs for this, and that is a grave injustice. The refs stopped. Martin, I, again, if people, have not, I know we're a little late to this, but I, I just need to, Alex, if I asked you, if I gave you 10 tries to name the goalie who was going to fight Jordan Bennington, would Marc-Andre Fleury have been one of those 10? Probably not. No, absolutely not. So perpetual nice guy Marc-Andre Fleury goes down the length of the ice. The refs stop it. Freeman was mentioning because they didn't have their masks on. Hoobla. He also mentioned apparently because Fleury had fights and Junior and got hurt. The refs were not thinking about that in that very second. I refuse to believe they knew that. Like, stop it. I, I, do you think Sidney Crosby knows that off the top of his head? No, he doesn't. Probably found out after like the hoobla and Flurry may have told him. Like, like, stop it. That's not realistic. By the way, shout out to Ron McLean saying uh, that the rest did a good job there. Not surprised. Um, I, I just like what were those refs thinking? I, I said like two episodes ago, fighting's going to be out of the, the game in like a decade. By the way, the, the cue is proving me right right now. But it's just like, I have to ask the question, why did you stop that? Forget about the masks and that. I've seen players take off their helmets before fights before. How did you not let this happen? How? Why are you protecting Jordan no. Bennington, <laughs> who this, does this, nothing but make your job difficult because he causes all this crap? You gave him a match penalty too.
0: I you know the the ironic part of all of uh, about all of this is um how garbage the refs have been all year mm-hmm. respectfully. Like I get it. It's a super hard job. I I couldn't do that the games anytime fast. soon. The games fast, man. I 100% agree. But it's been so blatantly bad this year. And it's not even just the NHL. The NBA's having the same problem. I'm sure like MLB's just starting up. I'm sure we'll hear about it. There were controversial calls in the Super Bowl. So like listen, it's not an NHL only issue.
1: I don't um, remember much of that game to be honest with you.
0: I know. I know. Uh, no comment. Um I just how I can't imagine they didn't allow that, but some of the other stuff is just magically okay. I I, I don't get it. Just they're gonna have to, someone's gonna have to explain it to me, like I'm an idiot. Like how you don't <laughs> that happen? Just let them fight later. I've never seen more people in agreement on something in recent memory than everyone saying these two goalies should fight.
1: You know, it's not a good sign, Alex when your team is currently blowing it to the wild, your goalie gets pulled is making a big block, and they're not even booing at that they're booing at the refs, breaking up the fight. Like that's how bad, like down bad those reps were. That's not, that, that is not good. That is a like, remember when the goalie fight happened in the battle of Alberta and I think it got like 2 million views on YouTube, which for hockey is, is amazing, right? Like that's, otherworldly for this game. Bennington getting one is gonna hit that peak too. Because you know the Ameri- you know ESPN's gonna be all over that. Maybe not Stephen A. Smith. But like they would push the hell out of that. Because it's the, the the bad guy taking his loss. I mean who knows if he wins the fight or not. But like still like it happens. I'm uh it's just um it's a shame man. It's a shame. I have a lot more respect for Marc Andre Fleury by the way. I know I'm very critical of him, <laughs> but like, I love it. Oh, I, I love man. it so much. Okay, can we talk about something about his agent, Mr. Alan Walsh?
0: Whose agent? Marc-Andre Fleury? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mr. Oh, yeah. Alan Walsh. Yeah. yeah. How funny is it that when he tweets something, it's going to be one of four things.
0: Four. <clears throat> I thought it was just three.
1: I thought it was something new. Either okay. promoting agent provocateur. Fair. Promoting his clients. Yeah. Martin Furk, how are you? Um, ripping Gary Bettman or praising Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. It's always one of those four. It's really funny.
0: That is. It's better than some of the other accounts out there.
1: I mean, you know, I mean, how many agents are really that active on Twitter? Uh, I mean, Milstein frankly, just
0: Milstein and, and.
1: And Walsh and, are and the Allen? most active. Yeah. And all and all Milstein does is basically say, Hey, We've signed a guy.
0: Yeah. And they're all going to Vancouver. So. And
1: yeah, they're all Russian. That's not that's not a joke by no, no it, they're not. all Russians it's... except Evander Kane.
0: Yeah, and I don't I don't even know if he can how many more Russians he can get because I believe a couple years ago they just stopped allowing him to represent players in the KHL <laughs> because he was taking everyone overseas and they didn't like that. So we'll see.
1: Hey, Hey, good for him. Yeah, man, he's he's making the money. He's oh, yeah. chasing that bag, as they'd say. Oh yeah. <clears throat> uh we've alluded to it a few times. Um, so the QMJHL, the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, if you don't know what it is, next season seems to be implementing a ban on fighting. Now, Alan Friedman on Thirty Two Thoughts Hockey Night edition did sort of point towards
0: Sorry, which edition? I'm just joking. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry.
1: It's all right. I had to. Pointed towards that during the pandemic, the government really helped keep the queue afloat. And part of that seems to be you're going to give us something. And that something seems <laughs> to be removing fighting. Uh Jeff Merrick expanded upon this basically saying Merrick may have seen the first part. Normally I put JM or uh EF, but I forgot to. But if it's something about the junior leagues, it's probably Jeff Merrick. He said the WHL currently have no plans on doing the same. The OHL plan to see how it changes the game. Also, they made may yeah. know how will the Memorial Cup work at this point, because obviously that's all the leagues. Alex, um, I- I'm not surprised. I think, listen, regardless of if there was political influence or not, again, I, I said that earlier this episode, fighting's going to be gone eventually. I'm just surprised... And maybe I shouldn't be because of the political interference. I'm surprised the first one was the Q.
0: So was I. It, I, I. I thought it was gonna be Ontario considering they wanted to remove hitting man, eighteen months ago.
1: Like so. it's, like if you want to talk about hockey purists and you know, never wanting to move from tradition, um and I am a Habs fan for saying this, but um uh Quebec. Quebec.
0: Yeah. No, I was very I am I surprised as you said about the political interference? Absolutely not. Welcome to the world of sports. Like I just don't understand it. Um I yeah, this is a weird one. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know. I don't know if I'm entirely convinced. Like you I think maybe a few years ago, if you asked me like five Five years ago now. Um, If I thought hockey or if I thought fighting was going to be a hockey and uh, 15 years from then, I probably would have said no. I just, I don't know if I necessarily agree. I have a feeling it will be. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I think it's odd that, that they're doing this. I wonder to me, it's if it is politically charged, which probably is what, is the argument, especially from that part that from from that premiere. I'd be very uh, curious to know.
1: Um, yeah, he's, he's never been shy about being a hockey fan either. Has hey, Mr. Legault? Let's be honest. No,
0: he's never been shy about many things.
1: No, he hasn't. Um, perhaps they're winning too many games. He said
0: he say that.
1: Yeah, he did. He did. He's, he. he I, I, yeah, I'm. I. am i am not kidding.
0: Wait, where or when did he oh, say? It was this? a couple
1: months ago. Yeah, it came up on Twitter. It was <laughs> a video. Yeah, yeah. He was like, "We need Padar. What's going on here?" That's. So I funny. kid you not.
0: That's so yeah. funny. Um, I yeah.
1: can't imagine
0: Doug saying that. Oh, well, uh, I, can, it- I can't. But he'd make it. My friends, <laughs> I can't.
1: Man, I do not miss. I like. I'll tell you what. I do not miss those pandemic press conferences oh, with that guy. God, God
0: I do not. I can I I remember that was a low point. Yeah. Well, the thing was, not only was it just him, it was him and Trudeau would have them like back to back, and it was just like, "Give me a break! You're already forcing me to stay inside. Like, how about you go to bed? Like, how about just go do something else?
1: I don't want to hear you talk." It, it was cute it. when when we could see JT's kid like in the window being with like, That was kind of yeah. cute. But yeah, mm-hmm. it was like I I don't want to listen to you two. I want to go outside. Well, yeah, I didn't he, care. I like being he, alone inside. But you know, you telling me
0: the same thing every day doesn't make me feel better.
1: Like if I hear flatten the curb one more time, I swear to God, I'm gonna break a curb with a, <laughs> like a hammer or something. I'm sick of hearing <laughs> it. flatten your curb, that dog. Oh God! And remember that that like shop that was open and like it, it didn't have like it, it wouldn't enforce masks oh. and instead of shutting yeah, them yeah, down, yeah, yeah. at first he like gave him a warning or closed him for a day. He opened the next day he didn't have a license to open a restaurant like man that was oh man doug what are you doing man oh that was tough that was uh that was unfortunate that, that was doesn't a, but
0: that God. doesn't beat that doesn't beat the uh and i know we're on a completely different track here but uh <sighs> that doesn't beat when he, he and announced- shovel Oh, no, no, I think this one, what I'm going to say beats that, too. That was funny. I won't lie. Uh, I think he's got to know at this point. It's funny. But yeah, when he put in restrictions and then maybe a week later, his daughter, like publicly on social media, also just crapped on the restrictions. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, that's a that's a nightmare. That is a nightmare.
1: That's got to be. You know, it like It's like the political joke of you get a significant other, you have a model family, and then one just... Like, on you're constantly worried about your public image, and then your kid's just like, yeah, this is off.
0: Yeah, no. Kind of so
1: like funny. Danny Breer and Carson Briere.
0: It was so funny. Da, ba, da,
1: da, da, da. <laughs> uh, um. All right. Okay. Uh, but, hey, we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting to see how exactly they... Uh, how they enforce it? Like, is it gonna be a game suspension, that type of thing? Um, but I'm I'm interested to see what happens going forward with it. Yeah. Oh god. How about now we talk about Mr. Devin Levi? The Savior. Uh yeah, the second coming of Ryan Miller, dominic Akashic. Um, I'm taking a bit of the piss. I am. Um, he's had tremendous numbers, to be honest, in the past couple of years in Northeastern. Um, part of that Jaden Struble club. That's right. It's the Jaden Struble club, man. Northeastern. A lot of players. Really good players come out of Northeastern in the past couple of years.
0: It's unfortunate uh, Daniel's not here. Uh, why well like Jr. is going tell us about, Oh, no, silver, silver. He's gonna tell us about the seven games he played in that tournament, man.
1: Yeah, and he was incredible. And then you know, uh then Trevor grass is like, we haven't he hasn't been tested, and then Trevor grass and that team beat them. That was odyssey yeah. like one of the most legendary moments in World Junior history.
0: Yeah, that was and this is
1: when everyone's like, Oh, he's talking crap, he's gonna lose, and then they did it. Yeah. If only he had actually gone with the bit that that bin with the Canada logo was saying they were trash. Yeah. I got, I love that that group of the U.S. developmental program. I I always say I love that group so much. They're, they're the next faces of the league.
0: Yeah. That was a, that was a good group. Um, but Devin Levi, man, like he is, his numbers in the, his last, the last two years in the NCAA are ridiculous. I, I'm sure you've seen them. So but just wild.
1: 933 save percentage this year in 34 games, 2 less yeah. last year and 952. That's not yeah. bad, man.
0: No, and I think from the sabers perspective is this is a guy they got in the Sam Reinhardt deal. And um one of the thi- and listen, I don't know what his impact's going to be right now. I I don't. But I think if you look at where one of the struggles at the moment for the Sabers are, it's goaltending, right? Like, I, I don't. <laughs> all due respect, I don't think forty-year-old Craig Anderson and Eric Comrie are going to be your, are your savor uh, your saviors. And I know Uka Pekka Lukkanen's had time up and down in the NHL, and the AHL, and when he's in the NHL, they've given him good minutes. Um, but again, results we, have not yeah. been there though. No.
1: No, no, I, I picked well, him up a fantasy fantasy oh, a couple of times. Oh, so, it, it's it's so it's your fault. It's so it's your fault. So it's your
0: fault that he went down, started going downhill. Um no, I'm just joking. Um but I would say like we've we've talked about it, like I think we've mentioned it the last three episodes each time. You're I uh, I don't think one goalie is enough anymore in the NHL, um, unless you're one of three or four lucky teams who has a top, top goaltender. Um. So I think the having Devin Levi and I f- have a feeling they have one more guy. But maybe They're they still
1: don't. will let us know. If, yeah. If, if, if so
0: um, because I know they traded Eric Portillo, I think it was to the Kings uh, at the deadline. Um, but again, always good to have two goalies. Was my part.
1: um. Well, them in Montreal are gonna get a bidding more for Carter Hart. Mm-hmm. That's what's gonna happen. That's what's gonna happen. Oh, yeah. God, we haven't even talked about the Leafs and the Habs. Oh, my God, we give so much. Um, Matt Murray and Alex Kerfoot are the stars in a 48 save, per- uh, save percentage. And if it was that bad. It was that low, for 48%. That's tough. Um, yeah. 48 saves for Matt Murray, and Alex Kerfoot gets the shootout winner. That's why he's still around. And just like that, he gets the win over his former team.
0: Yeah, I didn't necessarily think Matt Murray had a uh, terrible game. I thought he had a good game. Um, I didn't really have an issue with it. The first goal, like, what on earth is he supposed to do? The puck's literally flying. I don't know if you saw the goal. It tipped off of someone, and then it literally went up uh, and you couldn't see it you lost you definitely you would have lost the puck um
1: those are the most terrifying moments when you're watching yeah the by yeah
0: it, it was tough uh, as, i know exactly I, what you mean Yeah. as i was sitting at the bar in hamilton i'm like you gotta be kidding me
1: tell tell the listeners about the the, the bartender
0: oh man like i just am not allowed to know any lee fans i'm really not um so i was in hamilton for work whatever and I was off the clock, obviously at night. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go to the hotel lounge slash bar. And so I'm sitting there. I'm like, hey man, I'm like, where can I have a drink? And I'm like, what are the chances I could get the Leafs game on? He goes, Oh, are you a Leafs fan? I go, Yeah, unfortunately, as I respond as I say usually. And he goes, Oh, I'm a Canadians fan. I'm like, I didn't say anything. I'm like, I laughed. I go, ha ha ha. ha. I'm like funny. I'm like good, great. Did, he, did great. he put the game on? He did. He did both nights. Mm-hmm. Both nights. The sends the second night, and then the night before was Carolina. So
1: when you went for the second game, did he recognize you? And he's like, ah, there oh,
0: he is. Oh man, we were best friends. <laughs> at at the end of the first night, we were best friends. I, That's
1: good.
0: Yeah, he remembered me very well. He remembered me very well. Um, too much, I'd argue. Um, but no. Yeah, so I I thought it was a good game. Like even both nights. Listen, every time the Hurricanes and the Leafs play, can they stop having ten goal games? Stop huh? Can we just enough stop?
1: Who who was in net for that? Was that Kachekov? Uh,
0: I think so. Okay, good. Yes, it was because I got negative points thanks to ah, our great point system. Thanks to our great point system that we've developed. Dude, whatever. whatever
1: i was about to say we both decided that that's so what i care. said that's what
0: i said yeah, what i said we, we i said we don't worry um, no. i don't really have much else to like add on to the leaf stuff but i saw these lines at practice and i've seen some people comment on it and i'd be very cur- curious to know what you thought about them doing this in the playoffs okay uh, I'm gonna ignore the defensive pairings because, like, Brody's okay. not in them, and it's R- Brody's. I think day to day, at the moment, I don't know. Um, yeah. So this is the, these are the forward lines I practiced today. Okay. So, don't be alarmed by the first line. Okay. okay? Just hear me because this is, I think, what they used on Saturday. So it's okay. Kerfoot, Matthews, Crook.
1: Yeah, make me sick. Even though Crook and Matthews seems to love each other. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But Kerfoot's just the, just there. No,
0: yeah. Bunting Tavares Marner. Yeah. Okay. Right now it's McMahon Lafferty Nylander.
1: Oh, okay. So we're going. Okay. Yeah.
0: Aston Reese Camp Achari. Uh,
1: the fourth line screams playoffs to me. Does it not? It um, does. So. so man, I'm, I'm still not convinced about Nealander in the third line being the best thing. But Mainly wait. because I need him producing for the next three weeks, but you know.
0: But wait, I'm going to make a suggestion. Okay. So I'm wondering if they do this for the playoffs. What if they, so when O'Reilly comes back, they take out McMahon and O'Reilly's obviously the first guy in. No question. Yes. yes. Your third line of Lafferty, O'Reilly, Nylander. And Okay. And you keep the top six the way it was.
1: I don't hate that. I don't if, hate that at all.
0: Cause if Matthews is as good as we all say he is, and I believe he is, yeah. I believe he'll he'll make it like I don't think Yarncrook, first off, is as bad as everyone talks about him being. Personally, I
1: mean, the way he's been playing with Matthews, I think it would indicate that. Yeah. Like know, he's a Ker- pretty good player.
0: I, I I'm not the biggest fan of Kerfoot. Uh, <laughs> I
1: don't think anyone on, on this podcast on, is.
0: On the first line, but I can no. deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um I just I wonder in a situation, especially maybe when um I, I mean whether they're at home or whether they're away when they have the when they have the the matchup advantage, mm-hmm. like Imagine having to run out. So, you run out Kerfoot, Matthews, Yarncrook, and then after that, the next guys you're going to face are Bunting to ours, Marner, and then you're going to face Lafferty, O'Reilly, Nylander.
1: Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty neat. And then that fourth line of just miserable time
0: and just pure defense M- I miserable, really pure like defense.
1: I really, really like that actually.
0: I, I've been warming, like I, I've seen people talking about it um, and I'd like to thank Mark Masters for posting the lines as per usual, but I mm-hmm. I think I'm warming up to that idea. Like I agree, I'm not necessarily fond of Nylander on the third line, but I think when you look at how Keefe um, mixes up his lines mid-game, mhm I don't have an issue with them starting the game with those, the lines I just uh, listed no. to you because I've seen on multiple occasions in both games over the weekend. And I think in Colorado or against Colorado too, they've, they've um, put Tavares, Matthews, Marner together mm-hmm. and they've done it in the past. Right. I think they did it against Columbus. Um, yeah. I'm sure they did it last season against Tampa too. So like, I like going. I, I've been the proponent, and I think you have as well. As if when you're bringing in Ryan O'Reilly, you're going three deep. You're going three centers deep. You I have been screaming have about
1: that for like two years. Yeah, right.
0: Like I, I think you have to. So I just want to throw that those lines out
1: at you. Here's what I love about the O'Reilly acquisition: is I don't think there's anything Leafs fans get scared of more than seeing. Oh, hey there. So they're loading up the top line. Okay. Um, oh, what's this? Oh, a uh, Anders playing center. Oh no, which has happened at some pretty important parts of the season that no one wants to see it. O'Reilly fixes that. O'Reilly fixes that, which is something that I think is is going to be pretty useful come playoff time. Yeah, uh, especially against Tampa Bay. Um, but I I like where you're going with that. I like where okay. you're going with that. O'Reilly was just such a smart smart move. Um.
0: It was like a, they Sorry. needed an impact forward or something.
1: Yeah, and then and, you know, and centers are good players, and, and yeah. you just it helps build the rest of the lineup. And it's almost like Mike Babcock was right about center. No, Babcock. Whoa! whoa. <laughs> just, oh, yeah, yeah. Come yeah. On, oh my. Don't do that. Don't we do felt that. Patty should have been on the ice. It's fine, dude. If
0: pa- Mike Babcock was still the coach, how how late do you think Zach Aston Reese would be out on the ice?
1: Uh, if I think if my Babcock was still a Leaf, I think uh, Austin Matthews would be going to Arizona next year. Uh, but uh, he's not.
0: In two years, just, okay.
1: Yeah, but you know, I, you know whatever. It's going to suck next year. All of next year is going to suck. The moment, actually forget about it. The, the If the Leafs win the Cup, the moment they their playoffs, period, no matter, first, second, third, fourth round, the moment it's done, until the moment he signs an extension, it is going to be so obnoxious in Canada. Really? Every every freaking radio show, every TV hit, every Saturday goddamn night for Hockey Nine in Canada, the intermission stuff, every 32 Thoughts segment, it's every Jeff Merrick and Elliot Freeman on the Jeff Merrick show. Everything is going to be, every overdrive is going to be about that, and I'm going to hate it.
0: Okay, so I think we've I've said this before, but I'm going to reiterate it again. We Unless it is actual information, we are not talking about it. I'm not speculating. Hey, man, I think we did a really good job at not speculating about Cole Caulfield's contract. So whatever we did with Cole Caulfield, let's do it again with Nylander Mm -hmm. and Matthews. Let's just let's do it. I think we've talked about Caulfield like twice this year. If
1: if Basu God angles aren't talking about it, I don't care. But
0: the thing is, all the important people are going to be talking about Matthew. So we're going to have That's to gonna, like uh, disseminate uh, the information, uh, pick out uh, what uh, we want to talk the, about.
1: The SDP thumbnails are going to be just obnoxious. Chris Johnson's going to be there about the yeah, you know, He's going to be you know, those freaking thumbnails. What are they doing? I don't know. This thing, is this what is? I don't. I don't need to know. It's the only one of their shows they do that with too. I don't understand it. <clears throat> Sorry, but it's know. just very strange. Okay. Okay. I think now we Montreal. can go to this kind of dinner more Yeah. And keep national.
0: Let's see.
1: Si okay. So the Canadians. Uh, it's been a tough week. It's been a very tough week. Um, <clears throat> Since, you know, getting the actual snot being beaten out of them by the avalanche, they then get the snot beaten out of them by the Florida Panthers. And I, have, I don't know the last time I saw a goal where both goalies were pulled. Mambo gets pulled in the first, and then later in the game, Allen gets pulled and Mambo goes back in. Jeez. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I've i never quite seen that sort of happen. But what I really, really wanted to talk about, Alex, was, and I think this is the big story coming out of Montreal, and I do think people are trying to make more about it than there is actually there. So our good friend Jonathan Drewlin, who you know? I am. I have just. I I try with Jonathan. I've I've tried for years. It's kind of like me and Eric Carlson saying he's back, but Carlson just it, Carlson gave me something this year. Jonathan's not giving me anything, but he's been playing well like the past month and a half. So Jonathan Drouin, uh after this Panthers game, obviously they're in Florida for their road. Oh, they were in Florida for their road trip. Um misses a team meet the the team meeting. I think he was two minutes late. Uh he slept through his alarm. He said that was the first time he's ever missed a meeting. Now I don't know if you remember this, Alex, but when Martin St. Louis was first hired, he he obviously what's talked about in him is you know concepts and letting players play freely, right? Mm-hmm. Playing off of reads. And he mentioned I do have some, you know, um, what's the term? I have some rules, rules that you, you can't yeah. Yeah, that you basically can't... Non-negotiables is what he called them. He said, I have some non negotiable And I figured pretty quickly from this, like I think many others did, that Jonathan Druin clearly broke one of those unbreakable rules. Druin apparently was very as good as one could be in the position he was in. Um, And what happened? Well, he wasn't allowed to participate in practice after he missed it. The day after he was doing lines on the fourth line, all of a sudden he is dressed for the game against the Lightning. However, the first shift of his line goes out there, and who's playing center? No, it's Chris Tierney. Um, first period, zero minutes, zero seconds. Second period, it's the same third period, it's the same against the team that drafted him and who he had a very messy divorce with. Uh, Alan Walsh' Client. Um, now, this is the first time it's happened since Sam Reinhart years ago in Buffalo. Now, first, I want to, before we get into is this the right thing, whatever, whatever, Um, Something I want to mention to people in case they missed it, Um, for anyone wondering why would you put him out there even, so Caden Gooley was injured, so technically we know how ripped apart the Habs are in injuries, so because Gooley was hurt and Jonathan Drew was technically a healthy player, they couldn't use an emergency recall, Mm -hmm. so they had to do it. Now, they could have played him, however, this was clearly about sending a message and telling the guys, listen, this is what... You know, this is the standard we're trying to set here in Montreal. Now, after the game, John uh, Marty Saint Louis said basically, in my eyes, it's over. There are some coaches you don't believe when they say stuff. I believe Marty Saint Louis. Um, Yeah. Would you have done this? Is it the right thing to do? What are your thoughts?
0: Um again I've never been a head coach well I coached a soccer team a house league soccer team a couple really? of summers ago yeah
1: with I a friend that.
0: with a friend yeah I do with a friend so were you
1: the were you the good cop or the bad cop uh
0: I was the I was the good cop I hope he doesn't hear that but I'm so, pretty so, sure I was the good so, sorry cop.
1: sorry before we keep well you know when it's like like who wants to be here but you were the guy who was trying to Quietly before the head coach comes in after a bad game, you're like, Gentlemen, that's not good enough. And then that guy comes in. And- no, I uh,
0: we had different styles. Let's put it like that. Like it was house league, man. Like no one was getting yelled at. Like, listen, like it was you just You can't
1: tell the kids though it's just house league. Come on though.
0: Man. No, but n- there was no yelling. Like it's not like we walked no one walked in there and threw chairs or what like there was nothing. How going well did on. you do? Uh we did pretty well. Like, can um we had a, some kids like show up half the time. So it was like, I mean like every other week, which was unfortunate. And one of them was our best players at the time. So that's unfortunate, but did you bench uh, him? No, nice. no. but it was house league. That's my point. Okay. It's like, right. it's house right. league and their player, there's parents involved. Like I can't bench the, the kid. I like, it's not his fault. I, I don't know. Go, like, g- but my man. point is, is like, I, 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 I've never been a head coach. Okay. Let me, uh, let me preface. Let's start with that. So I, I don't know. I've never had to create a set of rules. I'd imagine if I was in Martin Saint-Louis' position, I probably would do the same. Like, I don't think this is an uncommon an uncommon rule. Like, I don't think no, this right. No. Like, that's why like I, I I didn't see it, see it as much as you. I'm sure um the French media or whoever were all over this. And I'm oh God, sure it was yeah. very much blown out of proportion. I I just think this is this is something. This is a. I'd argue it's probably an extremely common rule. So, I don't have many thoughts on it. I hope. I don't think this is more so a lesson for Jonathan Drewen. I think this is more so a lesson for everybody else. It's more so, the younger guys is like, hey, like actions have consequences. Uh, would be my argument. And I think you got to. You can't uh, let. If you're trying to establish a culture, like you said, you you have to establish the ground rules. And this might be the most minor thing in the world, but it is what it is. This happened. I don't know. I, I don't think it's that big a deal.
1: I have never coached any sort of sport, but I was in cadets when I was a young man between the age okay. of 12 and 18. And eventually you become a position where you're a senior and you have to sort of lead some kids, right? Yeah. Now, I always had a sort of saying that, how can I trust a kid to run a run a squad if I can't trust him to shine his boots? You know what I mean. If you can't do that little of a detail, how can I trust you in the leadership position, right? Um, it's a minor thing, but yeah, I I agree with it. Um, because let's be honest, Jonathan Drouin's most likely not going to be a Canadian in a couple of months. Yeah. I doubt he's going to get resigned. I I really doubt it. Um, but. I think it speaks to the point. They had their team photo day today, right? Mm -hmm. People made a point of pointing out that there were smiles there. Now, I know it's kind of Wait a second. Sorry. (laughs) What? What does that mean? mean, I'm not kidding. The point was made that this is a team that is fifth last, but they're all having a good time, and the coach is laughing, and, and Yuppie's coming out with no clothes on. I don't know why they posted like four different things of you be naked this year. Like, who's who's okaying this? But, you know, it's the reason I mentioned that I don't buy too much into a team picture, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, Alex. But let's be honest here. We can tell that team is nowhere near as miserable as they were under Dominique Duchamp. Sure. Like, I think that's just a fact. And Jonathan Duran seems to have taken it. You know how I know for a fact this was a, like Jonathan Duran didn't have too much of a problem with this, Alex? How?
0: Was he smiling? Because Alan
1: Walsh didn't tweet anything oh. about it. I guarantee you if Jonathan okay. Duran had too big a problem with this or he thought it was too ridiculous, I promise you Alan Walsh would have tweeted something. Sure. Because there is a history not just with the agent, but with the player back in Tampa. Um, right. Again, I, I like the thing of again. You mentioned the thing to the younger players; they have to understand. Like there is a, they're also doing these other like, sub pictures of like, here are all the players born in the two thousands, and you realize, oh crap, that's that's the next core. It's a message to them. I'm perfectly okay with it. Again, it happens. PK Subban missed practices all the time. There is this thing of like, a, they were doing this video with the players. It was like, what was the worst excuse you saw for being late for a team meeting? And someone was like, oh, you know, this one player pretended his car was broken down. And like, <laughs> and they're saying, yeah, this one player was like, he was even opening his hood and pretending it was broken. No, oh And he was PK. Oh, God. Like, he was notoriously bad for it. Um, Yeah. And the people who are just ripping Drew and saying he doesn't care or anything. I think his play lately says otherwise, to be honest. I think he's been playing well. The dude's invested. Like, I, I just, I think it's being, there were, corners of Habs Twitter that are taking this way overboard not to mention like people love ripping Jonathan Duran but I, I thought it was I, I think it's it's a simple they're done they're over Marty St. Louis doesn't seem like the kind of guy who's really gonna hold a grudge with that he said it's over we'll see if he's playing next game Um, I think yeah, it's a thing set the culture set the rules and let's move on here exactly so there you go that's what you want in your head coach and you know the players have to learn so there exactly. we go exactly yeah. I'm okay with it. Okay, to finish off, Alex, it's time for the wild card uh, roundup. All okay. right. Oh, boy, man. I you just I just need to know why no one is trying in the Western Conference. Okay, so here's how the wild card looks first off in the East. um, The Panthers, not the Panthers. Geez, we're not getting to them yet. The Penguins have fallen to the second wild card spot. They are two points back of the Islanders. But stop me if you heard this before. The Islanders have two games in hand, as they have all year. No, um, the
0: Penguins have two games in hand.
1: I meant to say that. Sorry. Yeah.
0: So do the Panthers.
1: Like, yeah. And the Panthers are a point back of the Penguins and three points back of the Islanders. Um yeah, sorry, what this if I what I mean to say is stop me if you've heard this before, the Islanders have played extra games. Yeah. yeah. Um they have also Islanders and Washington have played the same amount of games, but Washington is seven points back of the Islanders. And five points back of the Penguins, and the Penguins have two games in hand over them. So the separation has started. I didn't realize Washington passed Buffalo on Ottawa, Alex. Mm-hmm. So it looks like right now the race is the Islanders, Pittsburgh, and Florida. Yeah. Who are your two teams making it and why? And you can include Ooh. another one of those other teams if you don't think it's going to happen. No, but.
0: you know what? I, I've been saying Buffalo because I think it'd be a really cool story. I have a feeling that the separation has just begun. Um, I think Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo's two six and two in their last ten. They That's have thir- they have thirteen games left. Maybe they have a, a a great last stretch of the season. I I don't know. Devin um, Levi. Yeah, that could be. I, I I don't know what his impact's going to be. Like the same goes with Ottawa. They're four five and one in their last um ten. I, I, unfortunately, I have a feeling they might be out of it. Yeah. I'm hurts. I have an issue with counting out Pittsburgh cuz again Crosby, Malkin, I I I just in my gut I have a problem with it. I'm going to ch- completely change my answer. I'm going to say the Islanders and Florida make the playoffs.
1: I almost want to stop giving picks cuz I continue to be wrong. I know, um I know. Like like Buffalo and 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 Ottawa have just my dream teams have just absolutely dropped the bag, and it's actually very difficult for me to look at. Um, Listen, man, I need the Panthers to go on a run for the fantasy team. Like I need Bobrovsky. Like I, at this point, the Habs are what they are. I I need to look at what's best for me. Um, And and that you don't care about that pick anymore. Uh, no, no, I don't care. Uh, it's going to Philly for Carter Hart. I don't know what to tell oh, you. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Listen, listen, and for for the sake of my fantasy team, what I want to happen is is I need Chris Letang to pick it up. Him and Pittsburgh lead the way. Sergei Barbarovsky and the Florida Panthers are going to lead their way. It's Pittsburgh. It's Florida. But if I'm being objective, man, the Islanders just, I've got a feeling the Islanders aren't going away, man, because they mm. just never do. They just never do, and it's it's concerning to me. But yeah. I want Pittsburgh and Florida. Well, no, I want Ottawa and Buffalo. But that's not
0: <laughs> no, I know. I I just I again like I struggle. Maybe it's my bias. I just I struggle with the Islanders not being in there. Like I, I, don't, I don't know. Like I know I have Sorokin on my fantasy team a hundred percent. But I think I've been pretty consistent with like Sorokin's like. Yep, the third best goalie in the league, in my opinion. It's like um, fourth
1: beyond UC Saras, but you know.
0: Yeah, I, I know. I know you can make the argument. I I think it's uh, whatever. It's irrelevant at the at the moment. But I think to have a goalie of that caliber, you look at the teams behind them. None of them have that. With all due respect to Tristan Jari and Sergei Bobrovsky, they are nowhere near, in my opinion, Elias Sorokin.
1: Uh, no, uh, look at how Jari played against the Habs. Um, yeah. Man, that what a guy. Okay, so if we look at the West, the Central has started to, man, the the, the Jets, man. Uh, they are now five points back of the Habs. The Habs have three Jeez. games in hand. Looks like Winnipeg's officially going to be stuck in this wild card race. Meanwhile, if we look at the Pacific right now. A game in hand have Seattle over the Edmonton Oilers. The Oilers are three games ahead.
0: Three points. Three points. What did I say? Games.
1: I'm done. Oh, my God. I don't know. You can't hear the dog, right? No, not really. To me, it just went like it just I had surround sound right there. That was terrifying. Um, Yeah. So uh, Seattle game in hand, but Oilers three points ahead. Okay. Then we look at the other three disappointments. Second wild card is, head, is held by the Winnipeg Jets. They have 81 points. A game in hand have the Calgary Flames. They are four points back. I had to use my fingers there. Nashville, five points back. Three games in hand over Winnipeg. Who do you have in the West? Um, Please don't say you're going to stretch it and go with St. Louis because they are no. uh, a lot of points back. They have 67. No. O-
0: only, only Daniel would... Uh... Only Daniel would.
1: Man, he was say, right. Eh? Was.
0: He was. He was. He, he was, was right. He was right. I don't know. I give him a stick for it, but whatever. He, he's uh, very I, 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 to be honest, I think I'm just. Uh, I I would stick with the two teams that are are there. Like, I, I don't think Calgary ha- has it this year. I, I I think we're done. I think we're done. Really. Yeah, I think that's pretty obvious. Uh, sorry, I yeah, know that's they're obvious. Good. Like they are not they're having trash. a good year. It, it it's it's a mess. Um uh, maybe Nashville can make that push. It's just I don't know if they have enough. I also don't know their schedule off the top of my head, but I I just I think have it up. Okay, they have they have 14 games left. Like is it a tough road?
1: Here are the teams they're playing. L.A., that's tough. The Ducks. I'm not counting out the Ducks against the Flames. The Golden. Sorry, Knights. this
0: is the Flames or the the Preds.
1: The Flames. Sorry. So
0: I'm. Oh, I'm, okay, I was like with yeah, yeah, yeah. the Preds. Sorry. but no, sorry. no, that's okay. That's okay.
1: Um. The yeah. So the, the Sharks.
0: Okay. Yeah. The
1: Kings again. Okay. The Canucks. The Ducks again. Schedule makers. The Blackhawks. On the fifth. It's Winnipeg.
0: Sorry, and this is for Calgary.
1: Yes. Then the Canucks again. April tenth, Nashville. Then the twelfth, the Sharks again. God, schedule Maker. What are we doing here? So um it see, here's the thing is is the Flames have the chance. It's just I I don't believe in them. I don't. I don't so I'm I'm I don't gonna don't be play. boring as well. I'm just gonna say I, I, I don't think I don't think the Jets deserve to make it the way they've been playing. But man, Connor Hellebeck is just doing everything in his power. So I'll go with Winnipeg and Seattle too. Yeah. Um but man, like I don't I just I just I don't know if either of those teams are gonna are gonna make any noise, to be honest with you. Seattle was I don't think anyone's talked about how sort of like mid they've turned into. Like all yeah. of a sudden they're seven Kings back, like seven points back of the Kings. You mentioned the goal differential. The Kings are up to a plus twelve, by the way. Uh Corpus Al, not bad.
0: Okay, so you brought goal differential. and I know this stats meaningless. I can you don't n- tell me you're about d- to
1: mention plus minus.
0: No, no, but I just want you to understand how ridiculous of a number this is. I want you to close your eyes. I in case you haven't already seen it. Okay. Do you know what Boston's goal differential is?
1: Oh, okay. Um, I know it's plus a hundred already. Like past that,
0: it's hundred thirteen. Do you know what the next closest team is?
1: I'm assuming it's Carolina because it's Carolina. I, I don't have the East up by the way. I'm going to say maybe eighties or seventies.
0: Adam, it's New Jersey with plus 55. What? <laughs>
1: yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, I was not expecting that.
0: No, I know. They're right? like, like
1: 70 ahead.
0: They've. Yeah.
1: Um, that's not fair. man. If they lose, it is really going to be the ultimate throw, isn't it?
0: I'm right. dumbfounded by that. Uh, that's that.
1: I think that is that. And that is the end of the show for today.
0: I, I have one thing to ask you, though.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, is yeah?
0: The Star Wars thing. Okay. So I saw this uh, TikTok this morning. Okay. Uh, it was talking about how to watch Star Wars uh, in timeline order. Oh, God. And I'd be curious to know if you'd rather watch it like this or if you would rather watch it in release order. And I'm okay. just gonna I'm gonna list it off for you.
1: Okay. So
0: first is obviously episode one, the yes. Phantom Menace. Yes. Then it goes episode two, Attack of the Clones.
1: Worst movie, by the way.
0: Yes. Then it goes the Clone Wars, the movie. Not the show yet, the movie.
1: Yeah, awful, yeah.
0: That's bad as well. Then it goes. Then it goes The Clone Wars, the TV show, season one to season seven, episodes one to eight. Yeah. Then it goes Revenge of the Sith. Yes. Then it goes Clone Wars, season seven, episodes nine to 12.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, okay.
0: Then Tales of the Jedi.
1: I haven't seen that yet, but I would understand why. I don't know what happens in it.
0: <clears throat> then it's The Bad Batch season one and two.
1: Which, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah. I haven't then, seen it, but I, I know what's going on.
0: Then Solo.
1: I love that movie.
0: I haven't seen Such it. Such a
1: good movie.
0: Okay, I believe. Then uh, Kenobi, obviously. Love it. Great show. Then Rebels. Great show.
1: Haven't seen it, never watched it. I
0: thought you have seen it. I thought you told me no, to watch seen it. Rebels. I, okay. I, have
1: seen, I have seen clips, and I have seen the good parts, a.k.a. the ones with Darth Maul and okay
0: Oh, okay, okay. Like the Ahsoka
1: um, Vader fight, I have yes,
0: watched that, many times. Yeah, that's why you told me to watch that. Yes. Uh, Andor, have you
1: watched this? No, and I probably never will.
0: Okay, so that's next on the list. Then it goes Rogue One.
1: Only, only the last act is good. Okay.
0: But yeah. and then it goes A New Hope.
1: Hey, two is great though. The
0: Empire Strikes Back.
1: Great. Yep. Actually, best movie.
0: Yeah, Return of the Jedi. Yep. Then the Mandalorian season one and two. Yep. Then The Book of Boba Fett, which I honestly haven't watched. Um, then The Mandalorian Season 3.
1: I haven't watched any of it yet, but I've heard yeah. it's good.
0: Then The Force Awakens.
1: And then yeah, The Just Last really, Jedi. Dude, we don't need to get into that.
0: Resistance. Have you watched Resistance? I don't know what What the shows. hell is that? I don't know. I can show is it, you.
1: Is it animated? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I have no idea what that is.
0: Okay. And then The Rise of Skywalker is the last one.
1: Um, Okay so so I would make
0: Which way would you rather watch it Because I have this discussion about Marvel All the time Would you rather watch it in chronological order Or in uh, Or sorry in release order Or in timeline Uh, order
1: What would you rather do Here's the problem I would rather do it chronologically Okay. But here's the big problem That you have is the, The Luke I am your father Thing is such a iconic moment but watching it chronologically makes it so difficult to acknowledge that yeah um we have we actually had this discussion before and what i said is is what i would change there is i would actually edit together the end of clone wars and episode three because i think watching it together in one sequence is is very important okay like I would argue, by the way, though, and this is probably I'm a little biased because it's what I grew up with. Mm-hmm. I think the the last scene of Clone Wars is maybe the most impactful moment in the franchise. Wow! Like I, I nothing made me feel that empty inside
0: when Ahsoka leaves. When Ahsoka leaves, um, the um... after that. Oh, after that.
1: Okay. After that, that scene when it leaves off with the man walking and you see the broken helmet.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm, that's, sorry, yes, yes, yes. Yes,
1: that scene. Yes, yes. I have never felt that emotionally, like, ripped apart in my life. Yeah. Like, that was I mean. so, like. but but then it's like, then you go in and you know who Anakin is and you know the Vader thing, so I don't think it would be as impactful if you then watched it, but it's like a necessary evil. Mm-hmm. So then I, I, it's tough. I don't know what I would say. Um, Because then also it just. Because I think if you watched it, obviously, if you're just someone who's watching for the first time, I think you would fall in love with the more modern stuff just because it's yeah. obviously the quality. Like, I, I still think the first two Star Wars movies are objectively the best ones. The first mm-hmm. two, because the like Empire Strikes Back is just so, so, so good. It's the best one. Um, But it's just like the emotion you get. The advantage you have with Clone Wars is it's an entire se- series, multiple seasons. You see Anakin's rise, by the way, Hayden Christian saying that he's a big fan of that show is the best thing ever. Yeah. But like, you see that entire journey and Ahsoka's journey is it's, it's so difficult to sort of compare it to the movies because it has an unfair advantage. Right. So I think I, if I watched it without knowing and went into it for the first time, I would probably be more invested to Anakin and Ahsoka and Obi-Wan than I would be to Leia, Luke and Han. Yeah. Which then takes away the magic of watching it for the first time. And then it's how simple the Force is, and then what ends up happening to it through the movies and really the bastard, the date, like the bastard, da- you know what I'm trying to say? How they make it into an ex machina. My, that's my biggest problem with it, especially in, in episode nine. Yeah. It's it's so complicated, and I don't know what the right answer is because I think it just it would affect it would affect you so much. And I, I just, I don't think we would really know until maybe we have kids and we take them through that journey. Maybe we experiment, Alex. Okay. I do it one way with my child. You oh, do it okay. the other way and we see what happens. Sure. But I think it completely changes how one becomes a star Wars fan. That's and idea. I just, it's, it's very difficult though. It's very difficult.
0: So based on the conversations I had about Marvel, cause I'm a, uh, I'm not as much anymore into it when i was no young. they they when i was really... younger like iron man was my guy yep. iron man was my guy yep. um now i would say like if you're if you've never watched these movies before i'd say screw it go in release date order cuz i think then you like i don't know i i in a way i i just argue sometimes it's better to watch in in, this, in the same sense with star wars it's like watch it in release order first time I think you gain the appreciation for the original characters you go back to the you then you go to look at from episode one to three and then you do seven eight nine well i'll i I gotta think if I want to show my I gotta think if I want to show show my my kids that those three movies uh in particular but we'll 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 I got some time so yeah that would be my answer
1: you know when people get old enough to actually voice their opinions on social media and they're like this wasn't as bad as you think it was. Those movies never deserve that fate. I just realized how dark it is and how I should have put my ring line on. That's okay. Oh, I think we end it there, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's end. I, I don't have anything. No, that was
1: else a good question, say. though, Alex. I think that was yeah, a good. Yeah. That was a That was a good discussion. If thank if you. episode three hundred ends with a mix of what we would talk about in bizarre adventures, yeah. I think we've ended it off the perfect way. <laughs> yeah. I liked that. Exactly. Okay. Perfect. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Check us out on all our social medias and the shows, is that the TikToks? As long as it's legal. Um, Facebook, all that stuff. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, give us a rating on whatever app you listen to us to. And we'll see you Wednesday. No, it's Wednesday today, isn't it?
0: Today's Monday.
1: Today's Monday. Probably are you see at? you what are we Thursday. Recording next.
0: Probably Thursday, maybe. We'll see.
1: Okay. Yeah, we'll figure um, it out. And we'll see you next time.